You're listening to the PFG Vibecast. And now your host, Julie Voigt and Russell Baxter. Time flies when you're having fun, and uh, welcome to the fifth edition of the PFG Vibecast. Uh, I'm Russell Baxter, the co-founder of PFG Vibe, and I'm joined by my co-founder. See, we're both co-founders. It works out well that way. Uh, Julie Wood. And um, we've had a lot of fun doing the Vibecast so far. Um, The feedback we have gotten has been very, very encouraging, and um, on our new platform, we're available in a lot more places than we were even a couple of weeks ago. Uh, get you caught up in what we've been doing as of late. Uh, but first things first, uh, hello, Julie. How are you today? Well, hello there, Mr. Baxter. I am fine. How are you? I'm doing terrific. And uh, we're doing terrific at PFG5, uh, uh, which is our Twitter handle. Um, Julie noted underscore PFG. Is Julie's Twitter handle. I'm at Bax Football Guru. You can find PFG Vibe on Facebook, on Instagram, lots of different places. But uh, again, welcome to the fifth edition of the Vibecast. Um, and last week, and as we have been doing for the last week or so, we've been conducting polls on PFG Vibe on Twitter as to which team in each division we or you as voters feel is going to have the most interesting offseason. Last week, we talked about the New England Patriots and the Dallas Cowboys because the voters told us in the AFC East it was the Pats and the NFC East it was the Cowboys. Um, Currently, we have polls out on the AFC South and NFC South as well as the AFC West and the NFC West, so we encourage you to vote. But here we are here to recap the AFC North and the NFC North, and their winners are one team that didn't make it to the playoffs and one team that surprisingly won a division title, and that would be the Cleveland Browns in the AFC North and the Chicago Bears, the NFC North champions. Uh, The Cleveland Browns, who last year did not win a game, who during the middle of this season fired their head coach and their offensive coordinator, and once again looked like a team that was in the midst of a little chaos, suddenly got a little resurrected, uh, got a big year from the first overall pick in the 2018 draft in Baker Mayfield. A few other rookies contributed. Greg Williams took over as head coach, the defensive coordinator, um, and they had a chance to play spoiler, Julie, as you know, the last game of the season, knock the rival Baltimore Ravens out of the playoffs. It didn't happen. But the Browns finished 7-8-1. and one. They did not finish last in the AFC North, and they made an awful lot of strides. Uh, how did you feel as the season unfolded when it came to the Browns last year? You know, I think like most of the teams throughout the season, they did have a rocky start. And you know what? A lot of other teams, you know, were probably falling as well. And it looked like the Cleveland Browns were actually going to be doing well this season. And of course, like you said, at the end of the season, they just started up. And I think going into this off season coming up, first off, they have a lot, a lot of salary cap. 
I think I found online um, 79 million. So hopefully we can do something with that and make these changes. Now, of course, and I know he who shall not be named, they did sign Kareem Hunt, but we don't know what his faith is yet still. So that's kind of on the side for now. We need to focus on free agency. We need to rebuild this team. It's just a new face for all of us, new coaches. We have a great, they, I should say, they have a great quarterback, I think, that could lead them if he's given the right tools. So, of course, there's a couple of players that we have to get rid of, you know, especially Tyrod Taylor. I think he's just going to be done. You know, Baker Mayfield's in there. He's doing his job. You know, he's one of the free agents this coming season. That's one of them that's possibly going to be the first to go. I think we need to definitely fill something in the defensive side. Maybe someone like Mario Edwards from the New York Giants. You know, Cleveland needs to use that, you know, get some depth with Edwards. So um, we need that. And then we have maybe thinking of Damian Wilson from the Cowboys, you know, um, the Browns need help at that linebacker. They need someone healthy. That's going to stay healthy and a lot of experience. So hopefully, you know, we can look towards something like that and get Cleveland into, you know, a possible playoff contention. Yeah. The Browns have not been to the playoffs since 2002 and they're in a division that's kind of in flux right now. The, uh, you know, they have a new head coach. They promoted the offensive coordinator who took over for Todd Haley, uh, Freddie Kitchens. He's now running the team. Um, the Bengals have a new head coach. Uh, there's obviously uh, a lot of changes in Baltimore and Pittsburgh as well. Um, again, the Browns haven't been to the playoffs since 2002, which was the first year of realignment. That's the longest active drought in the league in terms of the postseason. Um, but again, they made some very encouraging strides last year. A lot had to do um, with their uh, r- rookie, their draft class, not just um, obviously um, Baker Mayfield, but Nick Chubb, the running back, uh, Denzel Ward, cornerback, uh, um, got big contributions from Jarvis Landry. Uh, still have some work to do. There's no question about it. Um, but they're going to be a very, very popular pick, uh, I think, as time wears on. Again, we have free agency, we have the draft, we have training camp. There's a long ways to go. Um, but as you alluded to, Julie, we saw a lot of teams get off the shaky starts last year, um, wind up getting into the playoffs. The Browns were certainly an example of that. They just didn't close the deal. Can mm-hmm. they close the deal this year? And um you know, again, it'll be interesting to see what they do in free agency. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Dorsey, the general manager who took over uh, even before the 2017 season was over. I think and I thought that was a good move by the Browns because it gave them a chance to uh, or it gave him a chance to evaluate the team on the field rather than coming in in January and just house cleaning and so on. So uh, I can understand why people are excited about the Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. And, uh, again, a team that hasn't been in the playoffs in an awfully long time and certainly one that looks like it's ready to make a move. Revival. Yeah, revival. That's- that was kind of the theme of 2018. If you look at the slow starts by so many teams and, uh, you know, uh, the, 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 the Colts got off to a one and five start and, and made the playoffs. The, the Texans were only the third team 
I'm sorry, the sixth team in NFL history to reach the playoffs after an 0-3 start. So uh, why not the Browns? In this day and age where we see, you know, it's funny, each of the – and they don't fall under this category mm-hmm. because they finished third and the Bengals finished fourth. Uh, but each of the last two years we saw two teams go from last to first. In 2017 was Philadelphia and Jacksonville. This past year it was Houston and Chicago. So um, they're based in Cleveland. They're not based in Phoenix. Right. But, a Phoenix, but a Phoenix could rise from the ashes. <laughs> that, I like that. Yeah. Well, Julie, now we'll switch over to a place not too far away from Cleveland, and that's the Windy City. And, uh, you know, a lot of people obviously excited about the Chicago Bears. They had not made the playoffs since 2010. And suddenly, after a, a really, really emotional loss to the Green Bay Packers in week one, it looked like, oh, boy. Here we go again. Um, three and three after their first six games, definitely showing improvement. And then, my goodness, won nine of their last 10, finished 12 and four. Mm-hmm. And in the playoffs for the first time uh, since 2010, NFC North champions. Um, quick playoff exit. And, uh, you know, we won't be talking about any Bears kickers on here uh, <laughs> anytime soon. That seems to be a kind of a four letter word and it, it, when it comes to the to the fan base and so on. But uh, what about the Bears has you excited this off? Well, you know, they did. Like you said, they had a 12-win season with a brand-new head coach, Matt Nagy. Um, And now, of course, they decided, which was was a little bit surprising, but, you know, sending Vic Fangio off to be a head coach. So that left the defensive coordinator job open. But I think – in my opinion, they picked the right guy for it. Um, ex-coach for the Indianapolis Colts, Chuck Pagano. He was always a defense guy. So I think um, building up and keeping that defense as what it was in 2018, that's going to be huge. That's going to be key. But this team does not have a lot of um, salary cap space. I believe they only have $8 million. So who knows? And another thing, they're also, you know, there's no draft picks for them for the first two rounds. So they might have to focus just on free agency here. Um, They're going to have to get creative. Um, One player that stands out that they're going to have to make a quick decision on is Bryce Callahan, the cornerback. You know, he's a solid member of this team. And, uh, you know, we are just going to have to see what they do with him. And a lot of talk has been going on to see what possibly they could pick. You know, a little bit of heartbreaker for me, you know, some of the targets that they possibly could go after is um, Indy's Clayton Gathers and Margus Hunt. Of course, Margus Hunt gets bring up, brought up into this because Chuck Pagano coached him. So who knows? He might want that connection, you know, with a former player. It, it's just going to be really, really interesting with this team to see what they do with as low as a salary cap that they have. Well, yeah, um, you know, it, this is a team that last year, uh, made arguably the biggest trade of the offseason, which was, uh, you know, very, very close to the start of the season. And that was acquiring Khalil Mack um, from the Oakland Raiders. And it mm-hmm. came with a heavy price. Um, but it was also a move that elevated Vic Fangio's defense from good to exceptional. Uh, yeah, third in the league in yards allowed, number one against the run. Um, Mack with, bolstered the pass rush. Uh, you know, they got a lot of contributions all over. It was a defense that had taken some big steps 
up in 2017 and then certainly made a move, um, upper echelon move, which is hard to do in this day and age where it's almost like discouraged to play good defense in this league. But as we know, mm-hmm. defense, Defense has a lot to do. We just, we just witnessed the lowest scoring Super Bowl in history. So there's a lot to be said for defense. And meanwhile, on the other side of the ball, I thought Mitch Trubisky, um, you know, took the necessary steps forward uh, mm-hmm. under McGee. I know some people would draw comparisons from, uh, you know, Jared Groff's first year. And then when um, Sean McVay got there, then, of course, you had Mitch Trubisky's first year under John Fox. And then, of course, Nagy comes in. So, mm-hmm. Certainly comparisons. And Ryan Pace gets a lot of credit, too. He surrounded him with some added weapons. Allen Robinson, Taylor Gabriel, they already had a nice one-two punch there with Jordan Howard and and Terry Cohen in the backfield. Um, So this is certainly a team to keep an eye on. But as you alluded to, they're going to have to restock the cupboard in a little different way than some of the other teams because they don't have necessarily um, the draft pick arsenal to do it. Um, Mm -hmm. And they don't necessarily have a lot of money to spend. So keeping some of their key guys and keeping their continuity um, is going to be key for them as they look to repeat in the division where a lot of people, you know, figured it was going to be between the Minnesota Vikings and the Green Bay Packers. uh, And lo and behold, neither one of those teams even made the playoffs. Exactly. A lot can happen. Well, that's that's the nature of the league now. There's no question about it. And speaking of a lot that can happen, mm-hmm. I hope everybody is getting ready for the PFG Vibecast over the next couple of months because we have a lot of special stuff planned as we get ready for free agency um, and the 2019 NFL draft. Um, you know, we've gotten off to a fun start doing shows so far, but you know, we're determined to bring on some really quality guests over the next couple of months to really give you the best information when it comes to what to look for in terms of uh, draft prospects, in terms of free agent moves, in terms of um, you know, possible trades. Uh, the NFL off season now uh, is, you know, rivals the old hot stove league in baseball. There's something happening every day, be it, you know, the owner of the Steelers meeting with Antonio Brown to the next couple of days where we're going to see who is going to get a franchise or a transition tag. So um, if you're not listening to us um, right now, um, I certainly encourage you to follow us on PFG Vibe on Twitter. Follow Julie on Julie Noted underscore PFG. Follow myself at Backs Football Guru. Um, you can vote in our polls and you can find the PFG Vibecast. And uh, I want to thank Julie once again for being my co-founder and my partner on our latest discussion. And you won't have to wait long for the next edition of the PFG Vibecast. No sleep till Canton. How do you like that? <laughs> I, I, mean, I never sleep while I'm in Canton anyway, so it works out very, very well. So, <laughs> Beastie Boys reference, yes. <laughs> we, are, we are very versatile around here, okay? Pop culture, you name it. Uh, there'll be a movie quote or two down the line as well. But again, thanks very much for listening to our latest edition of the PFG Vibecast. 
um, for Julie Noted. Um, this is Russell Baxter or Julie Voigt or yours truly. <laughs> As you can tell, we have a lot of fun when we do this and so on. And I hope you're enjoying what you're listening to so far. Um, we will talk to you soon on the PFG Vibecast. Good night. Good night, everyone.